Hello, and welcome to Speaking of Research. I'm Professor Trish Ray, and this podcast is one in our series from the Alberta School of Business at the University of Alberta. On today's episode, I'm speaking with Accounting and Business Analytics Assistant Professor Ke Wang, whose research focuses on the role of accounting information in the context of capital markets. He examines capital market implications from corporate disclosure narratives and explores how a firm's stakeholder relations shape its financial reporting choices and capital market outcomes. His research has been published or accepted for publication in leading accounting and management journals, such as Contemporary Accounting Research and Organization Science. In addition, he's also been invited to give presentations at many conferences and research workshops. Ke, it's a real pleasure to welcome you here today. Thanks, Trish. It's a pleasure to be here. So I want to start talking about an article that you've written that's now forthcoming in Contemporary Accounting Research. The article's titled, Is the Tone of Risk Disclosures in MD&As Relevant to Debt Markets? Evidence from the Pricing of Credit Default Swaps. So I just wanna add in here that MD&A, for those who aren't so familiar with the term, stands for Management's Discussion and Analysis, which is an, a section of corporate reports. The article looks at the subtlety of tone in a firm's written MD&A and how this has implications for debt market investors' risk perceptions. I note this is a sole authored article and I wanna say sincere congratulations on this great publication. So can we start off this podcast with you telling us a little bit about the background of this article? How did you get the idea for it? Thank you again, Trish. Um, so this article is actually based on my PhD dissertation and also uh, the job market paper I presented here at Alberta School of Business when I was on the job market. And uh, I got the general idea uh, about that credit default swaps market from my supervisor, actually after a meeting with him. And uh, at that time, I already developed my own interest in uh, studying those corporate disclosure narratives. Uh, so I just started with asking uh, whether that uh, the tone of this narrative disclosures in the company's annual and quarterly reports uh, is relevant for the uh, credit default swaps market investors. And uh, then later on, uh, during the review process of the paper, I narrowed it down to the MD&A section, and then further to this uh, risk-related disclosures in this MD&A. And uh, actually, I, I appreciated those reviewers' comments uh, uh, because this makes a lot of sense to me. Thank you. It's really always interesting to hear how people come up with their ideas. And when they come out of your dissertation, that's kind of extra special, I think. So can you explain a little bit now for our listeners about how this research is important and how it contributes to the body of knowledge? Sure, uh, so here, uh, the general idea uh, falls in a key accounting research area. So uh, the relevance or information content of financial reporting and disclosure for investors. And uh, if you look at the accounting literature, uh, the stream of research dates back to 1968, uh, when the first couple of 
archival Imperial Court accounting research was published in, in Journal of Accounting Research. And uh, then uh, later on, over the 30 years after that, actually people just focused on these accounting numbers and stock market reactions to accounting numbers. Uh, but I'm not saying that those scholars were uh, something wrong. So it, it, it was all because of the data availability and uh, the computer power constraints. And then later on, like in the recent two decades, so we have seen more and more new data and also much higher computer power. So people started to look at the debt market implications of accounting information and also those uh, corporate disclosure narratives. And uh, I think I was in a good timing of doing those textual analysis things uh, by using the computer power. And uh, at a specific, uh, the debt market I looked at is a credit derivatives market called the credit swaps market. So this market has a lot of sophisticated investors. And uh, given that these sophisticated investors have a lot of private information access, they may or may not rely on the subtle tonal information in the corporate disclosure uh, narratives. So uh, in this sense, this credit default swaps market is a stringent setting of studying the relevance of accounting information. And then my research shows that the tone of narrative disclosures is relevant even for these most sophisticated investors. So this indicates that the tone does matter. It's very interesting research. When I look at the article, and I certainly hope lots of other people will read the article, it's very clear that the research is based on a huge amount of data. So how did you manage to do that work of collecting and analyzing such a significantly large amount of data? Yes, the data work was not easy. So uh, I downloaded all the annual reports and quarterly reports from the United States uh, Securities and Exchange Commission's electronic filing system. And then I cleaned all the reports by deleting those formatting tags, such as the HTML tags. And then I keep the company's disclosure only. Um, it is not that easy to pick up the technique of doing web crawling and text analysis, especially for people like me uh, without any computer science background. Uh, but I was fascinated in that when I was a PhD student, so I kind of made it. Well, clearly all the work was has come to fruition, so that's great. Um, so I'm wondering also about your experience with the publishing process. Can you tell us how you worked through the steps of submitting, revising, and then ultimately seeing your article in print? That was a long story, um, but the first or the most important step was that uh, the editor and reviewers found the general topic interesting. Uh, and then one of the reviewers strongly encouraged me to focus on risk disclosures, not just the whole 10K, 10Q reports or the annual quarterly reports. Um, so it made a lot of sense to me actually, because I was trying to argue for credit risk relevance of accounting information by studying this uh, credit default swaps market. Um, but then a big challenge came to me. Um, so people tend to believe that all risk-related disclosures are just negative, talking about risk, right? And uh, uh, in many cases, these disclosures are even just boilerplates. Um, so in this case, why should we still 
care about the tone of the risk disclosures, which could be just all negative or even boilerplate. So my detailed analysis further shows that these risk disclosures do have significant variations in their tone. And the effect of such tone cannot be subsumed by simply counting the amount of risk disclosures. And uh, actually in the appendix of my paper, I also provide some examples of risk disclosures by large companies such as JP Morgan Chase, HP, and FedEx. These anecdotes also illustrate that there are variations in the tone of these disclosures. Really fascinating research. So as we come towards the close of this podcast, I want to ask you now if you might share some advice or suggestions for PhD students and other junior scholars who are just getting started with their research. Sure. So uh, I, I would suggest that uh, PhD students critically think about the literature and uh, uh, never just take things as granted. So I would encourage you to have the ambition to become an expert in your field. Also, um, it would be great if you could independently generate research ideas and work on these ideas. Well, it's always important to take initiative to talk to your supervisors, but it may not be a good approach to wait for supervisors to contact you and give you a research idea. So at the end of the day, there could be overlap research interests between you and your supervisor, but uh, you should definitely know more than your supervisor about your own research idea, research area, and thesis. Those are great suggestions, Ke. So thank you, Ke. It's been a real pleasure talking with you today. Thank you, Trish, for this opportunity. And uh, uh, I would also like to take this opportunity to thank the Alberta School of Business and the Department of Accounting and Business Analytics for all the support. And actually, professors Heather Wire, Mark Hughes, Florence Savax mentoring helped me a lot during the review process. And uh, of course, I also want to appreciate Professor Karim Jamal's encouragement. Thanks again, Ke. And now to our listeners, if you'd like more information about Assistant Professor Ke Wang's research or other podcasts in our series, please visit the Alberta School of Business Research webpage. And now to close this episode of Speaking of Research, I'll remind you that I'm Professor Trish Ray at the Alberta School of Business at the University of Alberta. Thank you for listening.